Hey, I'm Stacy. And I'm Casey. And this is the Self Care Project Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness and how it works into our lives as busy professionals, moms, and entrepreneurs. Come sit with us as we spill the tea on how we still manage to take time for ourselves and make self care a priority. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And of course, share with your friends. Hope you enjoy. All right. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the self-care project podcast. I am here with my co-host Casey. And today we are talking about setting goals for 2023, right? So we're here the new year as we're recording. This is literally eight days away. And well, the last day of 2022 is eight days away. So by the time you listen to this, it'll be five days away. Right. So like we're, we are rolling into 2023 hot, like coming in sideways. Um, (laughs) so, you know, everybody's talking about new year's resolutions. Everybody's talking about their plans. Some people are getting started. Some people are waiting. Um, we still had holiday parties going on. Um, last night I have a holiday party to go to tonight and a lot of people are waiting right? Until after all this craziness is over. Um, But we're still thinking about the process. And so um, Casey and I really felt like this was a great time to talk to you guys about setting goals and really go back to some of the things that we've talked about in the past and how to set some goals that you can actually achieve goals that are realistic. Um, And I think this really just starts with figuring out what it is that you actually want right? If you do not know where you're going, you are not going to know how to get there. And if you were just fooling around aimlessly in the gym, you know, out on the track with your finances, with your children, with your family, and not having any clear path of where you're going, we really are going to have a hard time getting there, right? Like it's one thing just to start doing some healthy habits and say, oh, I'd like to start drinking more water or whatever. But if we don't really know where we're going with all that, um, it's hard for us to, to have a game plan. Yeah. I think it's important at this, at this stage where, you know, you have to really get serious about what it is that you want. It's we've, we've gone through the thing of it being, Hey, we've got, okay. So for 2023, it, it really, I feel like comes down to, we have to get serious about what our goals are. You need to get serious with yourself. You need to start having some real talk. I think one of the most important things, you know, we talk about things where it's not just our own personal goals, but especially with finances or family or whatever it is, sit down with your significant other and talk it out, figure out what it is that you want, what you guys want together, where you want your family to go, where you want your finances to be, um, and put together an actionable plan. You know, um, one of the things that I like to do periodically is, is doing a brain dump and do that with your goals. Like look at and say, okay, like what is anything and everything that I might possibly want to want to accomplish? What are things that I've, that I've had in the back of my mind that I haven't, that I haven't really worked towards yet and write it all down and then simply go through and do some assessing and say, okay, like what of these is really important? Which of these really don't matter? You know, because at the end of the day too, especially for somebody like us with all of our idea fairies and all the things that we have going on, (laughs) sometimes we really, sometimes we really need to like write it all down and then we can legit go through and say, okay, I don't really care any, like this has been in my head, but for where I'm at right now, like, I don't really care anything about this and we can mark it off of our list and walk away from it and let it go and not revisit it anymore. 
Okay. But we sometimes have to do some of that, get really honest with ourselves with those assessing what it is that we actually want. And one of the things that I say is I'm like, okay, if I could wake up tomorrow and this not be an option anymore, or I was no longer going to be doing this, if, if tomorrow, this was, this was something no longer that I was going to be doing. Am I okay with that? Right. Would I really care? And if exactly. I don't care, if I don't care, why am I still doing it? Right. You know? And why are you spending the time doing the work to do it when it's really not that important to you because it's taking away time and energy that you could be spending on something else. And, you know, you're right. As, as someone who has diagnosed ADHD, it really is difficult to not have those, not act on those brain on fire moments. And and having that brain dump, having time to journal, having a notebook or something where you write down all of these ideas where you can come back and visit them later is really important. And it is okay to have more than one goal, right? And I tell my clients when they're setting goals, because this is part of the process that I go through with my one-on-one -on -one clients. When I am working with a client, I am telling them, listen, I want you to have a big a big, hairy, audacious goal, right? I want you to have one of those. I want you to have a goal that scares you a little bit. I want you to have a goal that's going to take time that you're going to have to break into pieces and actually work towards. I would like for you to have a goal that you could complete in the next 30 to 90 days. And I would like for you to have a goal that you can accomplish like now. What is something that you want to do that you can accomplish in 24 hours, right? Because we need that momentum. We need that those endorphins, we need that feedback, right? That of accomplishing these things. So it's important for us to, you know, have some things that we can accomplish, um, you know, in the meantime, like we want to be able to see things happening. So not just having big, huge goals that take forever, but having some smaller goals in between. And um, that's, so that kind of brings me into the next, or actually that skips a couple steps. So let's back it up a little bit. So one of the things that we do want to do when you're talking about setting goals is to break it down into specifics. So let's say we have this really big goal, right? So say um, we always fall back onto this, um, onto health and fitness stuff, but it doesn't have to be health and fitness, right? It could be, I want to lose 40 pounds. It could be, I want to save $10,000. It could be, I want to finish my degree. It could be any of these things. So now let's think about how we can break that into action steps, but we have to be really specific about what our goal is. I want to do this by this time. And it's not, oh, I, I want to look good in a swimsuit. Well, that, that is not specific, right? Oh, we're going to need to be specific. Okay. Because yeah, that is, that is objective, <laughs> right? So you really just need to be specific about your goal. And if it is, I want to be able to run a 5k in 25 minutes by March 1st, that is a specific goal, right? And so we want to make sure that we have that, that goal so that we can have that statement. Right. And then once we have that statement, that gives us the tools that we need or the specifics that we need to be able to break that down into a blueprint, which is our third thing, um, to be able to break that into a blueprint and actually get to work. Right. Because like I said, if we don't know where we're going, if we're just going to the swimsuit on the beach, then I, there is there is nothing specific that we want to work towards. 
right? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's always like, I always say, you know, a goal without a written plan or action is just a dream, right? If we don't put, it's like, you know, it's like putting a face to a name, right? We have to write it down. We have to make it this living, breathable, tangible thing. And if we're not doing that and we are not getting specific, like what, like realistically, what are we doing? Right. Right. So you got to write it down. I mean, for me, I have all of these sticky notes that are all over my screen of all these different things that I want. And they're all very, very different. Um, but I, but I have them written down and I, anytime I come and I sit here and I I'm working or we're, or we're sitting here recording this podcast, like I can see them written out. Right. So it is that reminder for me. And so you're absolutely right. It's like, you need to be, we need to write it down. We need a specific, <clears throat> and it needs to be like, again, something that is objectifiable, not subjective, right? When something is very basic and for us, oh, I want to look at it in a swimsuit. Cool. But like, what does that mean? What does that look like? What does like? that mean? Yeah. You know? And, and here's the deal. Like, you know, we'll talk about this and, you know, when we talk about the next part, but is that actually realistic and is it attainable for you? Is it realistic? Because are you willing to do the work to get there? Because I, the cost of getting lean is high. Um, <laughs> and are, is it actually attainable in the time that you're talking for the majority of people to get to that place is it takes several cycles. I mean, that could take a whole year of somebody working mm -hmm. to have sustainable. And even then that type of leanness isn't always sustainable. So um, I think, you know, understanding actually being able to break down and have some realistic ideas around your goal is really important. Um, and so once you, once you have those specifics, once you have moved past having a dream or wishing, um, I was just like, what did my dad always say? Shit in one hand and wish in the other and see which one gets you there faster. <laughs> well, I'm glad it wasn't just my dad because I can't even tell you how many times I heard yep. that growing up. Oh my right. gosh. Yes. <laughs> I, you cannot achieve your, your goals with a hope and a wish, right? It's, you need a plan. So let's talk about the plan. Um, we've talked about smart goals before. Uh, I don't want to like dive too much into the actual like smart goals and breaking all that down. Um, I will post in the show notes, the link to the blog post that I wrote specifically about how to set these smart goals up. We actually did a podcast on how to set realistic goals and actually achieve them. Um, but you want to have that blueprint and you want to use those smart goals in order to be able to have a blueprint to achieve your goal, right? And so SMART goals, that's just specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and they need to have a time attached to them. Because if I say I want to finish my, if I want to finish my PhD, right? I need to start it first. But if I wanted to finish my PhD, <laughs> then um, I would, I would need to have a time on that. If not, that might mean I finish it by the time I'm 50. It might finish by the time I'm 85, right? <laughs> like, are you finishing it next week or are you waiting until the end of your life? Um, so we do want to have some time attached to that so that we have a timeline and we can break that into pieces. Um, we talked about being specific. We want them to be measurable. So we want to be able to show your progress along the way. That's kind of like saying, I want to run a 5K in 25 minutes. That is your, it is measurable, right? You have attached a 
something that is measurable to that, which is your time, your 5k time, right? Your distance, your 5k time, those both things are measurable and you can see your progress over time as you get closer to that goal. Um, realistic, attainable and realistic. I just talked about those. Like make sure that you can actually, that it's realistic for you to be able to hit that goal in that amount of time. If I said I wanted to complete my PhD by March, that's probably not going to happen, right? <laughs> so just being mindful of those types of things. Um, and I think the last thing was just time. So the um, having a time attached to that so that you have a limit. Yeah, so I would say for this, like smart goals are not something that are just really easy to write, okay? So I will tell you, I, I struggled a lot with smart goals. Like I've been doing smart goals for a very, very long time. I was taught smart goals a really long time ago. But one of the things that I feel like is so incredibly important, at least for me, as someone with ADHD, as somebody who is the queen of procrastination, and if this is you, is going to be that timepiece. You have got to give yourself a deadline. And it cannot be by the end of 2023, I am going to have accomplished X, Y, and Z. Um, <clears throat> giving myself 12 months to do anything is like, I might as well not, I might as well not do it. It might as well not even be on my list because you are not going to be, that is not how you're going to be able to create consistency in small manageable steps is if you say, when you start a new year's resolution, that by the end of 2023, I will have accomplished all of these things. Okay. Yes. Maybe that is like the big, over, like the big lofty goal up here, but you have to break that down very, very significantly in order to find things that are going to be sustainable and manageable because without a timeline. And for me, it's almost like I have to do, I have to break it down like almost daily, every few days, weekly, because it really has to be that short of a, that short of a timeline. I work great under pressure because that is what I've sold myself all these years of my procrastination. And so it really needs to be, I, I have to work on very, very short, um, close timelines, or I am not going to stay consistent. Well, right. And that's not unusual. You know what I mean? Like having that um, having that, being able to cross that thing off your to-do list or be able to check that box that something's done, like that gives us that self-satisfaction that gives us that extrinsic, extrinsic motivation. I don't know why I can't talk today. Um, that gives us that external motivation to continue to go towards our goal. It gives us that dopamine push that those of us who have ADHD have a hard time finding. Um, so we need those little pieces, but that kind of takes me into the next part, which is um, action steps. So we want to know how we can get to that goal, right? So I'll go back to, um, let's go to say, I want to lose 10 pounds by June, right? So I want to lose 10 pounds by June of 2023. Is that, is that measurable, right? It is very specific. It is measurable. It is attainable. That is less than two pounds a month, right? Six months. Yeah. Less than two pounds a month. Um, that is, uh, it's a realistic goal, right? I'm willing to do the work to, to do that. And it has a time attached to it. So I have a deadline for that, right? And so in order to do that, I need action steps to get there. So what types of things? I need a calorie deficit. I can create a calorie deficit in two ways. I can eat less. I can move more, right? So how can I move more? Take more steps than what I'm doing now, right? 
Um, how can I eat less? Track what I'm eating now and give myself a calorie deficit, right? I, it's Those are simple action steps, right? You could hire a coach. You could um, break that into one pound goals. Um, I've taken sticky notes before, not with a weight loss goal, but with a financial goal. I've taken sticky notes, broken my financial goal into smaller pieces. And like, say I had a thousand dollars I wanted to save. So I have a sticky note for every hundred dollars that I save. And I pull that sticky note off and throw it in the garbage until they're gone. And I have a thousand dollars, right? You do the same thing with your weight loss. You could do the same thing with, um, with finishing classes, right? I did the same. I had a piece of paper printed out when I was going through my master's. And every time I finished a class, I marked it off and I could see my progress. Right. And it was just like you were talking about Casey, you know, you have to, because you're a procrastinator and because, because of the ADHD piece, like we need those steps in between. We need something to be able to cross off because we need something to help us keep going and stay motivated. But you really need to have something that's going to help you actually get to that goal. Yeah. And this is a really important part where when you're talking about your steps, you know, and we, we really need to learn to reduce the friction. It's got to be like, I would say for me, for each goal, I would not, it, it should not be more than maybe three to five steps or less. Like, remember it is supposed that we need to reduce the friction in creating these habits and they have the power to hit our goals. Okay. So we're trying to create healthy habits regardless of what, regardless of where they fall. Okay. Whether it's a financial goal, whether it's a fitness goal, it's all still a healthy habit. Being financially mm -hmm. savvy is a healthy habit for you to have for your life. And so you've got to reduce the friction. So when you're in steps, they need to be simple. They need to be, they don't need to be super complicated. There doesn't need to be 10, 12, 15 things to get you from point A to point B, because you're never going to get to be that way. You might get there once and you're going to be like, what the heck? I'm never doing that. So it needs to be very, the steps need to be very simple. They need to be um, easy to obtain. They need to be almost immediate things that you can almost do and achieve immediately um, to where then you can go on to the next thing and you just build and you stack. Um, and you're not really, you're minimizing the weight of each one of those steps because you've kept them very, very basic and very simple um, and keeping yourself in this forward progress. Right. And that's the thing too, is it's like, all right, if you, you have these action steps and you break these into small manageable steps. If I wanted to lose 10 pounds by June and I wanted to increase my activity and I said, oh, I need to walk 40,000 steps a day. Well, guess what? That's not, that is not a sustainable or a manageable action step, right? If I'm currently doing 10,000 steps a day, is it manageable for me to do 12,000 steps a day or 15,000 steps a day? Absolutely. If I'm only doing 5,000 steps a day, is it manageable to increase your steps to 10,000 steps a day? Absolutely. And so that's what, when you put in there, like I want to drink two gallons of water a day. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I, I want to, I want to decrease my calories every day by a thousand calories. So you're putting yourself into that huge deficit. Then I'm going to do an hour of cardio every single morning at 4 a.m. And then I'm going to lift weights every afternoon at four. I'm just going to be honest for the majority of people, that's not attainable. That's not realistic. Right. And even no. for the people who, who are there, right. The, they are there for a very short period of time. 
only one because they can't sustain it or two because it is meant to achieve a very short-term goal and then return back to where they were at before so um just remember you're going to go back to those smart goals go back to your habits start implementing those things what habits can you implement that are going to help you reach your goals i actually have um been using my Google calendar and I can add tasks into my Google calendar and then it can be a widget on my phone. And so I see those tasks every day. So when I look at my phone, I can see I've got on my non-training days, I have 10K steps a day on, you know, drink half my body weight in water, hit my macros for the day, get my run in, get my weightlifting in, whatever. I have them all set up. And you can do the same thing with if you are trying to save if you're trying to save extra money or reminders, or did you take your lunch today? Have you meal prepped today? Any of those things could go on your tasks on your calendar. If that's something that you're looking at, set reminders on your alarms. Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway is that small steps lead to big sustainable goals and changes. And if you're going to find success for 2023, it starts with the little things. We remember the little things, make the little things, the big things, keep it simple, keep it realistic, keep it manageable because without it, we get, we get overwhelmed, we get burnout. Um, and if we don't have a plan, we really don't have anything. Exactly. So work on your smart goals, get that statement together, um, find, find those small action steps to be able to put into place every day, go back to those healthy habits and, you know, take an opportunity to listen or to read either the blog post or our other, um, the other podcast that we had posted on setting realistic goals and achieving. We go into a little bit more specifics with those, but you guys, 2023 is our year, right? <laughs> like you, you got to get pumped up about something at this point. So, um, like Casey said, keep it simple, keep it realistic, keep it manageable, get back to those habits. You guys are going to crush 2023. Thank you for joining us. And we hope you enjoyed the episode. Check the show notes for details. And as always, you can connect with us on Instagram at self-care project podcast. If you're interested in joining us or there's something you want to hear about, please send us a DM. You can find me at CaseyStevens.com or over on Instagram at CaseyStevensWellness. And you can find me at StacyGartner.com or on Instagram at StacyGartner. Everything else is linked in the show notes. Take care and stay healthy, you guys. 